Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am glad to be here. And, uh, I, you know, I want to open up with this. I love Ireland. I've got a lot of friends, uh, people that I've spoken to from the country. And I've never made it to Ireland. I'd love to go see it. But, you know, I was thinking since yesterday's show that, yeah, it's an island, right? And it's, it's been fi- fairly isolated for thousands of years. It's an island in the ocean. And it's not a huge island. And uh, yeah, we've got this guy. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just wondering if this guy, you know, indicates that in, you know, in some sectors of Ireland, I wonder if there's an inbreeding problem. Is there an issue? I'm calling for my, my brothers and sisters from Ireland because there's a lot of good people there. Um, but do you guys have, you know, like certain areas of the country that you just avoid because you have in, some inbreeding issues or something? <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell happened with this guy, this Jeremy Godfrey, the the head of censorship oh, for Ireland. Uh, I hope he tra- he was trending yesterday on Twitter. I hope he tw- trends again because anybody that looks like that and who is appointed the head of censorship, should be famous. I mean, oh, Jesus. Uh, for anybody listening on the radio, I hope that you'll look up Jeremy Godfrey. Um, please look him up or just check out our Rumble show or, or a Twitter show. Um, my dear God. <laughs> my dear God. All right. Um, well, we're glad to be here today. I'm in a good mood. I'm all chipper. I've had some f- fun things and I, I can't wait. We're going to get into some rhino hunting, which always makes me happy. But before I do, I want to start out and I want to open up with a critical, critical thing. And there is no better way to introduce our opening kind of segment or conversation than to begin with asking producer Andrea, the one and only, what today are your pronouns? Well, I had to do some research on pronouns because I feel like I'm just not educated enough on it. And my favorite one that I found today is Z. Z, like Z-E, right? Well, there's Z-I-E, Zim, oh. Z-I-M. There's Zer, Z-I-R, Zis, <laughs> C-I-S. And then it turns into I'm Zis-Self. Okay, so we're just Z-Self. Gonna go, we're just going to we're just going <laughs> to uh, recognize producer Andrea something with a Z today. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It, is, it makes me feel feisty being a Z today. Yeah. Uh, you, that's that's terrible. That's scary news for me. Uh, you're feisty <laughs> most days. So that means I'm going to be catching hell about all sorts of things in the breaks. Um, uh, anyways, well, so, uh, yeah, I want to talk about pronouns because producer Andrea's brilliant research into pronouns uh, provided me with some incredible knowledge base. And as you know, we take our DEI initiatives very seriously here at the Tom Wren Show. And uh, we definitely want to make sure that, that you, our listening audience, is educated 
about uh, you know critical critical. I mean, we've got you know World War Three going on. We've got you know Israel, Ukraine. We've got the energy crisis, the food crisis, the economic collapse, CBDCs, everybody dying from COVID jabs. We have all sorts of issues, but I don't think anything could possibly be more important than using the right pronoun. Absolutely. So I want to make sure, given the importance of DEI and how seriously we take sensitivity training here at the Tom Wren Show, we want to help you to be better people like we're trying to be. So, you know, uh, with that, let me open up and I want to I want to educate you guys because I thought, how do you open this? And there's literally no better way to open this conversation than uh, with the website Reimagine Gender, because they have a short guide to pronouns and honorifics, and uh, it it's just every it's all you need to know, right? So we're going to start out here. I'm going to bring it up on the screen, and I'm going to read you this little excerpt from a short-ish guide to pronouns and honorifics. Right? Really important here. Pronouns are a really important way that our gender is reflected to the world. Pronouns are the words that you use to refer to someone in the third person in place of their name, such as he, him, she, her, they, them, right? So that, that, that we're learning, right? So we, we now know, for any of you that did not graduate grammar school, and there may be some, uh, you, you now know what a pronoun is. Either that or those of you who don't actually care because you have real jobs and you know, knowing what a pronoun is is not all that valuable in most jobs. Uh, as an attorney, with all the writing I do, it is sometimes valuable. But uh, anyways, so uh, now that we've educated on what pronouns are, let's start talking about this. Here's where we start understanding the problem. Because pronouns in English are gendered, dum-dum-dum, they convey information to your listeners about the person's gender. For example, if you say Sam is planning to join us, he says he'll be moving, arriving around three, you're not only communicating that Sam uses he, him pronouns, but also people you are speaking to are likely to assume that Sam is a man because that's how most of us associate he. Okay, this is very important, right? But this is this is where this shortish guide to pronouns and honorifics really starts to illustrate the issue. Because clearly, when you talk about Sam as a he, and you assume that Sam is a man, uh, that's obviously an issue. Because somehow the fact that Sam, you know, likely has a penis... Uh, and is referred to as he, uh, well, that could be very confusing because, and, and I, I like that they use Sam because, you know, Sam is good because you, you say he, um, and this is kind of an important thing with Sam because it could be short for Samantha. So the he, um, well, that's important because if it's Sam short for Samantha, uh, then you would assume that Samantha does not have a penis. Whereas Sam uh, short for Samuel or just plain Sam, well, that sounds like a dude who's probably got junk in his pants, right? Huge difference here. Huge difference. But clearly, this is insensitive and wrong. Uh, Producer Andrea, am I, am I doing okay here? You're doing, You're doing a great, great job. job. I'm very I'm proud, proud of you. you. I, I'm trying to be sensitive. And uh, we do a lot of diversity training here at the Tom Wren Show. 
um, because I don't want producer Andrea, uh, our diversity hire, to ever be uh, feel unvalued as a diversity hire, uh, regardless of which pronoun she chooses to use on any given day. Right. So very sensitive. I'm I'm exceedingly sensitive. Um, Here's the thing, though. Now we're going into this. You're excited because we've gotten through these two paragraphs and they've really started to illustrate the complexity of this issue. Right. You're with me, right, producer Andrea? Always. Always. Okay. Okay. So here it is. This is like the climax. This is excitement. There are several potential issues with this. First, if you haven't asked Sam which pronouns they prefer, you might be wrong. Sam might not use he, him pronouns. So let's let's start there. Uh, if you haven't asked Sam which pronouns they prefer. Now, they is plural. <laughs> so I'm guessing here that this is indicating that somehow the people at Reimagine Gender have recognized that Sam has multiple personality disorder, which is a diagnosable you know, mental illness, much like gender dysphoria disorder. So I guess when they refer to Sam as they, they're talking about Sam and the voices of all the different personalities he hears. Um, don't follow the voices, Sam. Don't follow the voices. Uh, but, you know, I guess in light of the number of uh, uh, trans mass shooters we've had in the last year or two, I, I suppose that there may be voices. Um, am, I, am I off here, Producer Andrew? Have I, have I gone astray from my uh, DEI sensitivity training? <laughs> no, I'm very, no, I'm proud, very proud of you. And, you know, this is just, this helps, this helps me, me with the with show, the show forward, forward because... because the amount the of pronouns there are fascinating. fascinating. Well, it's confusing, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I didn't know that 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 uh, you know, this this whole gender thing included mental illness such as multiple personality disorder. Because, you know, with they being a plural, I can only assume that, that they're talking about the several different Sams in Sam's head. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe one of those Sams is Samantha, and maybe one of them's Bob, and one of them's, you know, Cheryl, I don't know. Who knows what's insane? And maybe, maybe they're, they're all binary, binary non-binary, non-binary, or yeah. Now you're getting over I my I head. I, I've forgotten <laughs> what all that means. Um. Uh, okay. So uh, let's move on here. Second, the assumption the listeners make might be wrong. Sam may use he/him pronouns, but not be a man. And/or Sam may not look the way people assume someone with the pronoun he is supposed to look. Now, this I'm a little confused on, right? Um, if, if Sam is a he or him and is not a man, then wouldn't Sam be a she? Uh, Producer Andrew, I need you to weigh in here. If, 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 if Sam um, is, in fact, someone who has, say, I don't know, boobs instead of junk, doesn't that make... Sam a her or a she or a Samantha? No, 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 no. That's where you're wrong. wrong is, is none of that none matters. matters. What you're you born with, with or what you have, what you have does, does not, not have, have anything, anything to do with, to do with, with your pronouns, pronouns or how you, how you identify. This because someone with the pronoun he is supposed to look is what they say there. So mm-hmm. like, I I gotta be real honest with you. I don't want to look in Sam's pants. <laughs> I don't want to know what's there. 
So like the whole what he's supposed to look like, uh, you know, I, I kind of just don't want to know the details. He and, could be uh, cis. Do you remember, remember what does cis mean? Did we learn remember. about that, that recently? I know we looked that up at one point, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it is. Um, it, 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 we'll, we'll, maybe we'll see that as we get through this. But now uh, it, finally, it finishes with this. Note that reimagined gender suggests using they, them if you do not know someone's pronouns or if you're writing about a hypothetical person who could be any gender. Well, I suppose if you're writing about a hypothetical person, um, I mean, I would probably use he slash she because you never know which way it goes, right? But if if I'm writing about someone, uh, I don't know their pronouns. Is that because, I mean, I don't know. Uh, a little confusing to me here. Um, but anyways, so they're they're arguing that reimagined gender that we should use they them. Um, really important. Uh, but this article will go into why pronouns matter, which I think is uh, you know really a key thing here. Um, so I want to get that right, and so I want to scroll down to why are pronouns such a big deal. Um, oh, oh, producer Andrea, look this up. Cisgender individuals have a gender identity that corresponds to their sex assigned at birth. The words, the word cisgender is an antonym for transgender. Okay, so if you're born with a weenie, you're you're and you're you're a boy, then then you're uh, cisgender. And if you were born with a weenie and you're playing dress up and pretending you're a girl, you're not cisgender. Is that is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that the sensitive way to ask it? Was I being sensitive enough? Of course. of course, you're always, always sensitive. Comes, it comes to, to kind of with or without weenie, right? I mean, do, are we, are we, you know, sans weenie or are we weenie? Uh, and and, and, I, and I, I love that they, they said assigned at birth. The, the sex assigned at birth. Yeah, if they, you're if proud, you're proud of, that, of that, then you're cisgender, I guess. Well, well, how is it? I mean, it's assigned. I mean, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. I've, I've got two children. Both were born with wieners. <laughs> Um, I don't really, I didn't really, I guess God assigned it. Are they talking about the, the, the wiener lack thereof that God assigned to you when you were born? Anyways, uh, so why are pronouns such a big deal? To start, you may wonder why everyone makes such a big deal about pronouns. I can say with absolute honesty, outside of when we're joking around on this show, I have never in my life had anyone make any sort of a deal about pronouns. And if they did, I'd probably make fun of them till they left. Um, many cisgender people. Oh, you got it. You, you're, you're dead right. Many cisgender people, people whose gender identity aligns with their sex assigned at birth, have never had to think about their pronouns. They can take them for granted because their pronouns have always aligned with their gender identity. Um, well, yeah. This means that for most cis men, he, him, feels and sounds right. And for cis women, she, her, feels and sounds right. But imagine if someone always used the wrong pronoun for you, even after you corrected them. At the least, this would feel and sound strange. At worst, it could be humiliating and hurtful. Well, so I'm going to be honest. I am almost 47 years old. Um, I have been this ugly my whole life. I've been a giant since I was very young. 
And at no point has anybody ever said to me, hey, her, she, uh, Thomasina, um, uh, uh, I mean, I, I've never had anybody confused with that. Um, uh, diversity hire producer Andrea, um, uh, has anybody ever confused you for a dude? I think, I think when, when I was, I was a, baby, a baby, my mom, my mom said, said that, that happened a lot. She had that, that pink because I was bald until I was, until I was like, three. like three. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so, guess so I'm, sure, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Society that she, she might have might have considered that my gender, my gender off. off you know, you know, when you were being an when you were being an adorable baby and pooping in your diaper. Yeah. Yeah. Were you ever offended by anybody saying being unsure about that? Uh, maybe, maybe. That, that, were, were you could, humiliated could. and hurt? Oh, oh man, yeah. What is what is what is this world we're living, living in? I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, okay. So I don't see this as being a huge issue. Um, I mean, I guess the only way. Well, let, let's read on here. Many people whose identities don't fit the binary or whose gender doesn't align with their sex assigned at birth face being called the wrong pronoun on a day-to-day -day basis. It is one of the many experiences which can make them feel rejected and dysphoric in their gender. Using the correct pronoun for someone is a crucial way to show that you recognize, acknowledge, and accept their gender. Um, okay, we're going to unpack this in a second. Additionally, understanding that the pronoun doesn't tell you everything about someone's gender is an important way to show you understand gender identity is complex and everyone's gender identity is an, an expression is a little bit different. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. We're going to stop here. We've got a few things to unpack. This is all about educating ourselves, folks. It's sensitivity training. This is your DEI training. In fact, someone should pay me to make this as a video uh, for DEI sensitivity training for, for Walt Disney. I think Disney should take this video and use it as part of their DEI programs uh, because it will help them be educated about this, this stuff, right? Okay. So... First of all, we start out with this first identity that does not fit binary or whose gender doesn't. Uh, I'm not sure how identity gender is not binary, right? You either got a weenie or you don't, which means you're either. I mean, even if you wanted, even if you got a, a big fat wiener and you wear a dress and pretend you're a girl, you're still pretending you're a girl. There's still only two, right? I mean, what what else is there? Is there something else? Am I missing something, producer Andrea? Are you, Are claiming, you claiming that there's, that there's only, only two, genders? two genders? Well, I'm trying to figure out how there could be more. I mean, even if you're a girl that's pretending you're a guy or a guy that's pretending you're a girl, there's still only two, right? You're either pretending to be a boy or pretending to be a girl, or really are a boy or really are a girl. How is there more than two? I thought I, I, thought heard, I heard someone, someone say, say that there's endless amounts, amounts because, because it's really, really rare. Your imagination, your multi-personalities make up. Yeah, yeah. So if, if Sam wants to be Samantha or if Sam wants to be Sammy or if Sam wants to be Bob, you know, it's just a matter of how many personalities are in his head. Yeah, yeah. Or a dolphin. dolphin. The voices. Or, or born, born. <laughs> the voices. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I guess you could identify as a cow or a pig or a tree. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know. One time when I was a little baby, I was like three years old, you know, I remember this very clearly. I really wanted to be able to fly. And I couldn't figure out how to fly. And I remember we had chickens, and they could fly a short distance. And I thought, you know, maybe 
maybe the key is the feathers. So I went and collected a whole bunch of chicken feathers, and I scotch taped them to my arm and uh, jumped off of some stuff, and it didn't work. I flapped my arms as fast as I could. I was a little baby, you know. I mean, just, you know, just, just you know, real, real little. And uh, so I, I, I got the feathers, and I flapped my arms, and I thought I'd fly. It didn't work. But I, maybe I identified as a chicken, so maybe I'm, um, I don't know. As a, you know, two, three-year-old kid, maybe I was, like, identifying as a chicken, and I just didn't realize it. Maybe, just think, if my parents wouldn't have been so abusive and not recognized my chicken identity, maybe I could lay eggs now. And think how much money that'd save. Anyways, um, so uh, the, the second thing I want to get to is uh, using the correct pronoun is a crucial way to show you recognize, acknowledge, and accept their gender. Well, why the hell do I got to recognize, acknowledge, or accept anybody's gender? either got a weenie or you don't. And just because you're an ugly dude wearing a dress doesn't mean that I'm going to pretend. I mean, if you want to pretend you're a girl, that's fine. What the hell's the difference if I do? I mean, if you want to accept yourself, accept yourself. Why the hell do you care what I think? I mean, I don't know. I guess I just don't really understand that. Uh, Additionally, understanding that the pronoun doesn't tell you everything about someone's gender is important to understand that gender identity is complex. Why is it complex? Wiener? No wiener. Am I missing something here? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to open my mind to the diversity that is apparently genders, but I can't get past the fact that you either got a wiener or you don't. Am I missing something, Producer Andrea? Well, you're just, well, you're not, just not reimagining, reimagining it. it. Like you're, like supposed, you're supposed to. to. This, is this is reimagining, reimagining gender, gender, Mr. Renz. Mr. Renz. But, but I'm not... Open, open your mind. Your mind. <laughs> I mean, should I imagine that you have part of a wiener? <laughs> I mean, Lord, I don't want to be graphic here, and I don't want to be wrong, but I mean, should we just pretend that you have a ball sack? I, I, I just don't, you know, I, I mean, I'm not getting this, right? And that goes on. You may see people say preferred pronouns, but we recommend not using the term preferred. Gender isn't a preference. It's just who we are. Yes, that's right. It is. It's not, it's a, not preference. a preference. It's not. You either got a wiener or you don't. It's just that simple. But then they go on to say uh, pronouns reflect our identity of the world, and thus they aren't preference. They just are. Um, well, I mean, I kind of, th- that last, that that kind of, that last sentence really kind of contradicts the title. Why are pronouns such a big deal? Because they just are, right? So what's the difference? What's the difference? Now they go on to these pronouns and gender um, with different pronoun options. Uh, There's my Z. Z. There's Z. I'm Z today. Z, like the letter Z here, here. Um, I don't understand what Z is. I'm I'm going to look up. People who use that pronoun now now are not fascinated. And now they've, oh, apparently they've redefined they, them, and their as singular. That's kind of impossible since that's not the (laughs) meaning of the word. Uh, Well, how do I ask about pronouns? (laughs) Uh, I don't want to ask about pronouns because I don't care. 
uh, honorifics. Oh, that's like Mr. Mrs. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about that. Um, what if I make, oh, what if I make a mistake? <laughs> oh my God, God help us. Okay. We're going to stop right here and then we're going to talk about mistakes, right? Uh, and then we got to get into, uh, uh, uh we got to get into some stuff here. All right. So the, uh, first thing I go to tomrens.com. We need you to go to tomrens.com. I need a hundred thousand people, 20 bucks a month. That's a Starbucks a week. If you can give up a Starbucks a week, you can give us 20 bucks a month. If I get 100,000 people to do that, less than 1% of our population, we can launch Lawfare on a massive scale. But you got to help us. You got to go to TomRens.com or Rens Law Give, Send, Go, and you got to donate. This is how we fight this, right? Um, we do this show to educate. We hope you guys are having fun. I hope you like it. I hope you're sharing the show. I hope you're sharing the Tom Ren show, the America Out Loud Network, and supporting us everywhere on our Rumble channel and everywhere else. But we got to have the funding to keep fighting this fight. So buy from our sponsors, support our stuff, get our books, CBDCs, Why They Matter, and other essays, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. Uh, those books are available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble. They're all over the place, but you got to get them out there. Right, we gotta get out there. They're they're great stocking stuffers. Every liberal should have those in their stocking in the morning uh, of Christmas. Right, um, when they're waking up and uh, when liberals wake up on Christmas morning, and uh, Santa's put turds in their stockings, there should also be the four or four series of books: Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays, and CBDCs, Why It Matters, and other essays. Uh, that should be there along with the turds that Santa leaves. So you should make sure all your liberal friends get that. Help us in the fight for freedom. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. We're going to make a professional show note here. With that said, we have to address this critical issue. It could happen that at one point in your life, you will make a mistake about gender pronouns. And I know you might cry because we here at the Tom Wren Show 
are very, very focused on our DEI initiatives and, uh, you know, ensuring that we don't make mistakes with uh, recognizing your uh, possession or lack thereof a weenie. I mean, this is an important thing. Um, if, if you, you know, if it would be very offensive to, mo- I can speak as a man, right? I am a he, him uh, man. And uh, now this is helping me to understand if, if I, as a man, if you didn't recognize that I possess a weenie, that would be very offensive and hurtful. According to, if I got this right, producer Andrea, am I describing this in the proper, sensitive, diverse way? You finally, finally got, got it. it. I'm so, I'm proud, so of you. proud of you. Right. So this is all comes down to uh, like a, an, a phallic obsession, right? So, so if if I was walking down the street and someone's like, "Hey, you she person," um, I might be offended and hurt because they didn't know that I had a weenie. And they should be able to look and see that I have a weenie. And since they can't, that's hurtful, right? Have I got this? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we want to make sure that you recognize properly the the, uh, possession of or lack thereof a weenie because apparently the left and all this gender ideology is entirely obsessed with wieners. Okay, so what if I make a mistake? That's okay, it's going to happen. Well, I have met some ugly, ugly women and some ugly, ugly men. Um, uh, consistently using proper pronouns and not jumping to conclusions about someone's gender identity will take practice. If you realize you've made a mistake or someone points it out to you, oh, cast. Acknowledge the mistake. I realized I used incorrect pronouns for James. I realized I didn't ask for your pronouns before I spoke. Well, I don't know that I'm going to ask. That would that, that could be embarrassing. I would think that. I mean, I got to be honest. I'd be offended if someone said, "Hey, are you a, a boy or a girl?" Um, because I would hope that you could look at me and kind of see it. Uh, I think that's what we're talking about here. We don't want to be hurtful, right? Um, so you you then apologize or thank someone for raising it and uh, move on. Don't belabor the point. Apologize profusely or ask someone to explain their pronouns or identity further. Many people may be confronted with questions about their pronouns on a daily basis, and it can be exhausting. Do your part to make these exchanges respectful and easy as possible in them. Okay, so right. So if you uh, are a very feminine-looking person with a penis, um, people could easily mistake you for being a girl Unless, I don't know, they noticed a bulge in your pants? I don't know, something, I whatever. So I, I guess just just be nice about it. Is that it? Am I on, Producer Andrea? Am I? It, so, Dylan, so Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney she, she was, was upset, upset and said that, said that it, it should be a law, a law where you'd actually, actually get arrested, get arrested if, used. if used. But Dylan Mulvaney has a penis, right? I, I don't, don't know, know what Dylan, what Dylan has, has anymore. anymore. But, but Dylan Mulvaney was, was born yeah, with a yeah. penis. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so that means she's, she's also been talking, talking about getting, getting pregnant. pregnant. So, so it's very confusing. With 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 his penis, mm-hmm. he's going to get pregnant with his penis. <laughs> she's, she's very, very upset, upset when people, people don't, don't use, use the proper proper pronouns. pronouns. So, so she might she might. Try to get, Try to get arrested, you arrested if you're not, if you're not educated, educated on, this. on this. Well, I know a lawyer. I don't know if he's real good, but I'm pretty sure I know one. And uh, 
Okay, so so Dylan Mulvaney, who was born with and presumably still has a penis, uh, wants to be called she because Dylan Mulvaney is playing pretend. And Dylan Mulvaney can't accept the fact that Dylan Mulvaney was a man. So Dylan Mulvaney wants to be offended if I just look at reality rather than playing pretend with Dylan Mulvaney, who, by the way, lost trillions of dollars for Bud Light. Exactly. Okay. Um, And now Dylan Mulvaney, who presumably has a penis, unless Dylan Mulvaney was so mentally ill that Dylan Mulvaney had his penis removed, which, as a man, I will tell you, if you come near me in my junk with a knife, we're going to fight. Um, so Dylan Mulvaney uh, is, is now going to, while having a penis, figure out a way to get pregnant? I, I, I also have to look, have to look, look at, the at the video. video. He, was he was speaking about, about talking, talking to his dad, his dad about, about having kids. kids. And I think, and I think he, he did, did imply that he could, that he could be, the, be pregnant the pregnant one. one. Okay, would, would, I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, she, she. I just just messed up. So, so when, when, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember at one point hearing the story about birds and bees and how babies are made. And I'm just, I'm not following the logistics of this. Um, Maybe I'm confused. Um, I know how my babies were made. And I'm pretty sure I couldn't have done that with Dylan Mulvaney uh, because he's got a wiener. So I'm just saying, I mean, I don't want to be like insensitive here. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I've just missed something. All right. So if you've made this mistake like you just did, you should respectfully correct people if you hear someone using the wrong pronoun for some. God, I hope someone corrects me someday. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my. No one's ever corrected me for using the wrong pronouns. Uh, at least not outside of a joke. Uh, again, their hearts, hearts, hearts if they, if do. they do. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be a big deal. You're right. You can just shut the F up. Uh, people may not know someone's pronouns or may have just forgotten or slipped. Or maybe they're like me and just don't give a shit. Uh, just saying. Uh, you, want, you don't want them to feel awkward. Well, I wouldn't feel awkward. I'd just tell you, you look like you got a weenie or you look like you don't have a weenie. I don't feel awkward. Do you? Um, uh, just okay. Uh, all right. So we we've got more on this, and I think we're going to revisit this tomorrow because we have this. This is the LGBTQ plus resource center from the University of Milwaukee, and here we learn a whole bunch of things. Now I'm excited to do this, but I need to get into some rhino hunting stuff today, and. Uh, I just don't have the time if I if I go on. So we're gonna we're going to uh, very very excitedly hold on to this until tomorrow, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll revisit this. Let us know if you're enjoying this. You know, leave some comments. We're looking. We like producer Andrea does try and keep an eye on the comments as we're going. So let us know if you're enjoying this educational uh, endeavor, and if you appreciate learning about these critical, critical things. I mean, this is me helping you all with your DEI training, right? So you now know, we've learned loads of things about this uh, and we've learned that we have more to learn because I don't know if anybody can explain to me how the whole Dylan Mulvaney can have a weenie and get pregnant thing works. Um, It just seems like, I mean, if a guy's giving birth, I thought they did that in a toilet. 
Okay, that was that might have been wrong. <laughs> Did I go too far? Did I go? Producer Andrea is shaking her head at me. Um, all right. So we're going to come back to this tomorrow. Uh, did, I, did I do good on my DEI training? That was fantastic. Okay, I, I feel good about that. I feel like I'm making a positive impact on the world. Um, all right. Uh, so let's move on to rhino hunting, uh, which is another great topic. I love rhino hunting. Uh, and we've got a great article from Emerald Robinson. She's got a great substack. Uh, and that's that article is uh, titled Mitt Romney, a model senator for GOP Beltway Grifters, a eulogy for the death of Mitt Romney's political career, 2002-2024. May it rest in pieces. And uh, may we all celebrate its death. Um, let's talk about this. Right now, there's a huge, huge divergence in the GOP. There are the, there's the Rhino Uniparty. And then there's the base. The Rhino Uniparty likes to lecture the base about the importance of unity and why we need to put party over uh, principles. The base says, we don't care about the party, we care about the principles. So the Uniparty says, well, but then we won't have the majority. And then the base says, yeah, but even if we have the majority, you guys aren't doing what we want done, so who cares? Right? This is a foundational issue, and it's something that at the highest levels that I have access to, uh, there's a divergence in. Like, I, you know, I'll, I've got good friends who believe don't rock the boat because it could affect the Republican majority. It could do this. It could do that. Um, I am a principle over party guy. I don't give a damn about the GOP if they're selling out. If the GOP stands for something, then I stand for the GOP, but they don't frequently. Mitch McConnell is the biggest sellout piece of crap on the planet. He is, I, I believe in almost nothing McConnell pushes. He, he didn't do anything to roll back Obamacare. He, he supports Ukraine. He supports all sorts of Democrat programs. He doesn't support MAGA. He doesn't support Trump. He doesn't support America first. He's a globalist who supports all this China stuff. I mean, what does Mitch McConnell do that I like? I couldn't list anything, not one thing. Uh, he's a piece of trash. Same for Mitt Romney. These guys are sellouts. They're political gamesmen. They aren't doing anything legitimate or good. So why would I care about what they're saying? I wouldn't is the short answer. So here's the deal. What is the Republican Party? Okay, there's two parties in this country. The Democrats are very principled. And I say that seriously. They are a very principled party. The Democrats may uh, stand for things that I epically disagree with, but they do stand for things. If you're a Democrat and you're anti-abortion, like I am, you'd get thrown out. I'm not a Democrat, but I am anti-abortion. Uh, then you'd get thrown out of the party. You can't be pro-life and a Democrat. You, it, you know, If you don't lean socialist, you can't be a Democrat. If you don't push this environmentalist socialism, communism, you can't be a Democrat. Uh, but Republicans, they can be all in on Democrat policies and still carry an R behind their name. Right? This is the problem. You have one party that stands for something and another party that stands for nothing. And who keeps losing? The party that stands for something may be something that most people find disagreeable, but they keep winning. 
a vast majority of people support principles and ideals over party. And that's the base of Omega. You know, 80 million Trump voters aren't, aren't lying. Right? They know what they stand for. They want America first, America first policies. They want to get rid of the corruption. They want to shrink government. But that's not what's happening. Not at all. Why? Well, because the GOP stands for party over uh, principle every time. Look at Rona Romney McDaniels, another POS. She needs to go the same way as uh, Mitt and needs to be gone. Right? So if we don't stand for principle... Why do I need to stand for the party? If the party is going to sell out on what I'm voting for, why would I care what I vote, whether I vote for them? Further, if you're a Democrat and you're in a tight district, wouldn't it make sense to slap an R by your name and uh, let the Democrats cross over in the primaries along with the Republicans who are too stupid to know that you just slapped an R on a Democrat's name and uh, you know get an easy win? How many times does that happen? How many Republicans do we have in Congress that are really, they're just Democrats who ran as a Republican because they knew that there's a tight district and they knew that they could get more from both sides. It's not that their policies align with MAGA. It's not that their policies align with America first. They don't care one bit. They just want an R by their name. And the party's good with that because then there's more fundraising for the party. So Rona Romney McDaniels can have more money to spend out spend on herself rather than the issues Americans care about. The party is corrupt. The Republican Party has become corrupt and is more focused on Republican Party leadership, getting perks, money, and payoffs than they are on issues that the Republicans care about. Mitt Romney's a great example of this. As uh, Emerald points out, uh, there's a... There's a uh, there's a wonderful quote from Romney uh, where he said, I'm not familiar precisely with what I said, but I'll stand by what I said, whatever it was. Um, wow. Okay. That sounds like a guy who's speaking on principle. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's a real man right there, right? You know, you've got a man when you've got you know, that kind of spine and fortitude. Uh, what a freaking wuss. What a wuss, sissy, just piece of crap. So when you have that happening, what do you got here? Meanwhile, we have other things happening, right? So we see, uh, now I'm concerned right now there's a push for Bob Good of Virginia to be the, the head of the Freedom Caucus. Now, Warren Davidson of Ohio has said, no, I don't want this. And he's going he's gonna to resign his role as uh, uh, part of the board of the Freedom Caucus over this. This gives me concern. Davidson seems to be a pretty principled guy to me. I don't know him well, but he was at the MTG hearing, which is where I first met him. And he showed up and he was engaged and he was concerned with these things. It seemed, it really left a good impression on me. I don't know much about him. And I also don't know much about Bob Good. But, you know, the Freedom Caucus has really been infiltrated by a kind of bunch of middle of the road weenies and they aren't doing anything. Uh, which isn't a surprise in light of the fact that Jim Jordan was uh, you know, kind of one of the founding members and he doesn't do anything ever. So, you know, this is a, this is a big deal, right? Um, I don't know what's going on there, but Freedom Caucus needs to hold true to its ideals or it's irrelevant. Uh, we also have another story here. Uh, so we have J- Democratic rep, Jamie Raskin, 
is running all over meeting with Republican lawmakers about squashing the uh, the O'Biden impeachment. Why are Republicans meeting with a Democrat about canceling the impeachment? Why would you even do have that meeting? Because you're a rhino sellout piece of crap. Because in that meeting, uh, Raskin is probably coming in and saying, hey, uh, if you oppose this, we can make sure that some of our funders are supporting your reelection. Hey, if you oppose this, uh, you know, we can make sure that the media is a little bit nicer to you about how middle of the road and central central you are. And, you know, just you guys are open minded stuff. Otherwise, we're going to have to come after you. That's what's happening in there. They're not talking about principle. They're not talking about Joe Biden being the biggest crook in history. This is 100% sellout. Any any Republican not supporting the Biden impeachment should be thrown out of the party. Absolutely. It's real simple. Yeah. I mean, and think if like if like Gavin Newsom did something like that. He's hanging out with some GOP heads saying we need to be nicer to Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, think about that happening. When's that going to happen? Never. I wonder how his pals would feel about that. Well, this is what's going on, right? We have leftist after leftist after the, the Democrats are smart. They stand on principle. They infiltrate the Republican Party. They run on the Republican ticket. There should never be an open primary in any state, ever. I mean, that's just a horrible idea. But, you know, you, you've got these Democrats that are infiltrating, taking over. They're smart. They know what they're doing, and they're principled. And again, their principles are evil, but they at least stand for something. That's why I frequently say I have more respect for AOC, who's the dumbest person on the planet, than I do Mitch McConnell, because she may be a moron, but she stands for what she stands for, whereas McConnell stands for nothing. So this is a really big deal, and this is what's going on, and we've got to eliminate these rhinos. They've got to be gone. They have to be removed, and this is just where it's got to be. I mean, just absolutely gone. So anyways, support us at TomRens.com, folks. We need everybody to go to TomRens.com and give us 20 bucks a month. 20 bucks a month. That's one Starbucks a week. If we could get 100,000 people to give us 20 bucks a month, it'd be game-changing on the lawfare. Uh, just game-changing. It's less than one-half of 1% of our population. Can we find less than one-half of 1% of our population that cares about our freedom? Because that's what we're fighting for. I don't care if you're GOP or Democrat. If you're a crook, I'm coming after you. We go rhino hunting. We always hunt the Democrats. It's a given. But we also deal with the, the crooks. We don't care. We're not here to try and make friends or political allies. We're here for freedom. That's it. So go to TomRens.com or the Rens Law Gives and Go. TomRens.com or Rens Law Gives and Go. You can click on the Donate button. You can scroll down. There's all sorts of ways to donate. But just 20 bucks a month, we got to get there. So please support us so that we can keep fighting and keep doing what we're doing and keep pushing for freedom. Uh, also buy our book, CBDCs, Why They Matter and Other Essays, Mod RNA, Why It Matters and Other Essays, available at Barnes & Noble, uh, Williams uh, Amazon, and everywhere else books are sold. They make great, great stocking stuffers, especially for liberals. As I said before, uh, you know, the liberals will get turds in their stockings from Santa Claus. And uh, it'd be nice if in addition to the turds, they also got these books so that, you know, they had something to, you know, maybe we could reform them between now and the next election cycle or next Christmas so they don't get turds again. So uh, please support that. Support the Tom Wren Show. 
Uh, go to the America Out Loud Network, support our sponsors. And don't forget about Cofix and uh, some of their products. Love the Cofix products. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. We're back for a special live uh, stack of stuff here. This was uh, this was important enough, and I just couldn't get it in in the first part of the show. So uh, we're, we're hitting this extra segment live because I really want people to hear this. So I did a I did a show with Pete Santilli yesterday. Santilli's a good dude. He is a patriot, and he just fights like hell, and he's fearless, right? Um, this is a huge deal. Uh, huge deal. And so I told him about uh, Brad Winstrup, who's his, uh, Pete actually is from the Cincinnati area. So he's in Brad Winstrup's district, right? Brad Winstrup is the head of the COVID committee down in Washington. And Brad Winstrup has taken 160 plus thousand dollars in the 2022 election cycle from, uh, from the uh, big pharma, right? So not exactly, you know, the most honest and forthright guy to put in charge of this. And the question would be, how, you know, how is he going to be fair? And the answer is he's not, right? He's not actually doing anything of substance. You know, they're going to try and parade Fauci out there like that matters. And, 
you know, it just, it's irrelevant, right? I mean, Fauci is not relevant to the fact that the CIA DOD funded this, that it was created with their knowledge. He, it's not relevant to the fact that uh, the vaccine companies are injured and killed more people than we know what to do with. I mean, nothing about Fauci is meaningful. And Fauci stepped down, right? What's important here is getting to the actual truth of what happens. And Brent Wenstrup's job is to deflect, right? He's deflecting from big pharma. He was put in that position by rhinos and it was done uh, to, to allow him to deflect what's really going on. So I talked to Santelli about this and, uh, and you can check out my interview with him. We'll post it on Twitter and elsewhere when we get it. Um, but so <laughs> Pete being the guy that he is, uh, calls up Wenstrup's office today and he sent me a recording of it and he gave me permission to play this. Now he actually just sent this a little bit ago. So I have not put this on the computer, nothing. We're going to literally play this through my microphone. I hope you guys can hear this well, but it's worth listening to. It's really, really good. So I'm going to play the entirety of this phone call between Pete Santelli and uh, Congressman Brad Winstrup's office. And I want you to hear this and I hope you help make this go viral. I hope you guys check out, uh, at, you know, at Peter Santelli on Twitter and elsewhere. And uh, l listen up here. Here's what he's, here's how that conversation went. Senator Brad Winstrup. Hi, what's your name? Evan. Hey, Evan, how are you? Um, you're in the Cincinnati office here, and I wanted to contact you. I'm a constituent. Uh, I also found out last night that Congressman Wenstrup has taken upwards of $168,000 from pharmaceutical companies. Is that is that accurate? Because uh, I checked, um, was it Open Secrets? It said some, somewhere around that area. Um, I wouldn't be able to answer anything along that those lines on this side, um, since this is our official office. Um, you are free to reach out to our campaign office. Um, they have better resources. No, this, this isn't a this isn't a campaign issue. He's leading a committee investigating COVID, and yeah, that's correct. He hasn't held anybody accountable, and he's taken one hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars from Big Pharma. So I, well, I don't. I mean, you're that's not gonna, true. Um, Excuse me? That, that's not true. We are having Dr. Fauci himself in on January 8th and 9th. Okay. Um, so we're definitely holding people accountable. How about Apple um, Like I said, I'm not able to talk about, you know, fundraising, any sort of donations, anything along yeah, those I, lines. I can. I side. can. This is what I'd like to tell you. Um, if he can return all the money, that'd be great. That <laughs> way we'll make sure that there's no conflict of interest. Uh, because we know how Congress works in the end. Nothing gets resolved. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm down the, I'm the, a couple things you need to know. I'm down the street from you, uh, right down the street. And I really, really want to get this, uh, get this result full transparency. Uh, I'm also a reporter. I'm a broadcaster. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I love Peter. Yeah. Masculinity. Oh, here we go. If he can return all the money. Yeah, if he can return all the money. Yeah, this is great. Right down the street. And I really, really want to get this uh, get this result full transparency. Uh, I'm also a reporter. I'm a broadcaster. Um, and we're putting this out. 
uh, all over uh, independent media today, um, including this request for Congressman Winstrup to return any money they received from the from the medical industrial, obviously, um, uh, be a conflict of interest. Uh, so it's not it's not a request; it's a demand. God bless you, Pete. And it's okay. And like I said, you're free to reach out to our campaign office with that request. I, I can't this speak on that. This isn't, this isn't a this isn't a campaign yeah. thing. This I, is I cannot speak about that in this office, sir. So I'm not going to answer you, any questions. Is, I'm not going to entertain this, that. This is a this is a one way conversation. I'm telling you as a constituent, as a reporter, as a broadcaster, uh, as an American, I'm, I'm telling you, take good notes, send it to Congressman Weinstrup, and uh, if it doesn't address the issue, then we'll start scheduling protests at his office um, <laughs> and at his committee hearings and disclose it. I mean, is that, is that, is that clear? Feel free to do whatever you please, um, but like I said, can't talk about that. I'll pass that to them. Um, and you're free to reach out to them on Poor your Alvin. own as well. Yeah, I, 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 it's not, it's not out of pleasure. Trust me, I'd rather not have to do this. But uh, uh, could I get your first and last name? Evan, E V A N. Yes, sir. Nash, N A S H. Evan Nash at mail.house.gov. All right. Thank you. If you can get the uh, the word up. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting this uh, today, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to address the issue publicly. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. So, Pete Santilli did what every American on this planet can do. Amen. All you have to do is is uh, pay attention. Santilli just called. You can follow him on the Pete Santilli show on Rumble. You can follow him on Twitter. But Pete's a good dude. And you know what he did is exactly what he needs to do. And I hope people will do the same. Peacefully but forcibly ask these crooks what they're doing. Oh, we don't know about that. You need to call the campaign off. No, you don't need to call the campaign office. What do you mean? There is. Are you telling me that we want us to believe that Wenstrup is not beholden to these people donating to him? But don't worry, they're going to have Fauci in soon. They're really fighting yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah they're, they've got they're a direct fighting. line to Fauci, so obviously they're they're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't on. see that they were calling Albert Borland or talking or to me or anybody about the vaccine injuries. Marjorie Taylor Greene had to have a separate hearing to do that. God bless Marjorie Taylor Greene for her courage. But nothing, nothing at all from these cowards. I just, folks, it's unbelievable. Please support us at TomRens.com. 20 bucks a month will we'll promote lawfare. I mean, we need 100,000 people, 20 bucks a month. It'll be a game changer. TomRens.com or Rens Law Gives and Go support us. Share this show. Share the America Out Loud Network, the Tom Rens Show. Support us on Rumble. Support us on Twitter. Help us get the word out. Please, please, please. This is critical. Pete Santilli just called out the corrupt uh, COVID committee. It's fraud. We need to get these people out of the office. We need to come after these people. This is rhino hunting, folks. This is how you do it. They want to. They want to just hide behind, uh, you know, this uh, this veneer of oh, we don't know. It's the you have to check with our campaign. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So support us at timerunscom Support us everywhere. Thanks for listening. We look forward to being back tomorrow, and have a great night. Send thanks to Pete Santilli.